Hello everyone, it's your host Zaria and you're listening to The Glass Castle and this week's episode is called Neglectance. Today we will be talking about the neglectance of Janet Walsh and I'm here with Kyra, Juan, and Kylie. Juan and Kyra, did you guys notice any neglect throughout the story? Yeah, actually in around like page 30. Um, Jeanette's parents went into a bar and left her and her brother and her other sister in the car and um, they just stayed in there for hours and then whenever their dad came back well both of their parents came back um, they were drunk and they were driving heading to a new place and they took a sharp turn and Jeanette actually went flying out of the car I noticed that too. She said, um, she said, once I got my breath back, I crawled along the railroad embankment to the road and sat there to wait for mom and dad to come back. Yeah, her parents just left her, left her there for hours. And it's really interesting because at the time, she was only a little girl. She was only three. Right. And, um, when their parents did come back, well, when her parents actually came back for her, her dad just act, acted like nothing happened. Mm. And um, she was trying to be mad at him, but he got her laughing and she just let it go. Yeah, very manipulative of the father. Did you notice anything, Kyle? Well, I also noticed throughout the story the lack of hospitalization. Um, she was three, and she's never been to the hospital for any type of checkup or any um, any regular doctor visits. Like she went to the hospital only because they was in they was in a burning flame, like they was on fire. Yeah, about that. Do you think she was like mentally mature enough to make hot dogs at age of the age of three? Surprisingly, she was. She was really smart for a three-year-old, and she was able to boil her own hot dogs. And she filled up her own glass of water. She would stand on the sink and make her own stuff. That shows that she was capable of processing and thinking for her age. Yeah, but, like, I just think her parents were being reckless because they weren't, like, giving her any um, restrictions or anything like that, or, like, baby-proofing yeah. anything. She's only three years old. She was. And, like... And it's really sad how she was only three, and they said that that was her first time of ever having chewing gum, and her parents got upset with that, the nurses giving her that. He would also, like, be cussing them out, swearing at the doctor. The, yeah, the grandma, the doctor, and the nurses were just trying to help the daughter. Their lifestyle is really weird. The way they live is really strange. And um, even the dad said, you shouldn't be in this antiseptic joint. Like, she's just trying to get better, and he doesn't want that for her. Yeah. That's what it seems like. It really does. So, Kyra, what were the neglectful acts that you witnessed throughout the story? I 
also noticed that they had very poor hygiene throughout the whole story. Like her childhood, they showed that they clearly did not care about hygiene or they weren't as educated about it. And they often did things that were very questionable to me, as if it would disgust me if I knew someone that did that. Mm, me too. That was absolutely disgusting. The one cup of water to clean themselves? Yeah, that's not how you're supposed to shower. I mean, come on now. A cup of <laughs> Like, one cup of water is barely any liquid. That's not enough to clean your whole body. And also, the way they brush their teeth, I know, like, they would have an odor coming from their mouth because they didn't believe in toothpaste. And her mom often used the word to describe people who um, would use actual cleaning water and toothpaste. She would title them as Nami Pambies. And that's crazy to me because... In order to brush your teeth correctly, you need bristles from the toothbrush to get out all the dirty germs and food and bacteria caked up within your teeth. And also with the shower, that's also very disgusting. You know how much dirt is backed up from your pores and that's clogged up in your pores? Especially in the desert. Especially since it's humid, it's hot, mm -hmm. and you don't have any sort of deodorant they didn't carry that with them they left everything behind to go try to start a new life so yeah just, just so the lack of hygiene and then disgusting using in the fact that in the text on page 21 she described at bedtime we shake a little baking soda into the palm of one hand and mix it with hydrogen peroxide and they would use their fingers to clean their teeth like first of all their hands their are hands even are clean. dirty exactly. yeah they're not even clean their hands are dirty so That's they're using trifling. that is disgusting they're using their dirty hands horrid <laughs> disgusting it makes me feel very discomfort in my stomach just thinking about the thought of that like i would never be able to do that i really take a lot of thought into my hygiene. Yes, mm -hmm. my I like hygiene. To take my time. Yes, hygiene is very important. I would never be able to do that. I would feel so dirty. Like I can imagine how she felt growing up, and then like you guys were talking about in the hospital when she went there, the fact that she felt like that was such an amazing experience because of she's never been in an environment. Yeah, like that she's before. never been exposed to what is normal for us. The normal for us is extraordinary for her, and that's a three-year-old child. Like, in the perspective of a three-year-old child, for her to be experiencing all this stuff and for her to be so, like, have so much knowledge about and talk so right. proper for a three-year-old is right. crazy. And since you brought up the hospital, another example of neglect is, um, she said while she was in the hospital, her brother Brian fell and hit his head, split his head open, and there was blood everywhere. But instead of taking them to the hospital, taking him to the hospital, her dad just said, um, one child in the hospital is enough. I noticed that too. Right. I feel as if that was crazy That's on the like, father's back. The fact that you would be able to sit there and just, like we said, that's just neglected. Like, and, Why and would you not hospitalize No matter child? how you look at it. And her dad just said, Brian's head is so hard, I think the floor took more damage than he did. Making jokes out of like that uh, could a be terrible a situation. situation. You can have brain damage. 
And that's manipulative, too. He manipulates his children into thinking that he's such a great hero, that he's such a great person, which, in all honesty, he isn't. He's an alcoholic. He curses when things don't go his way. We can see as he curses at the grandma, calling her all these horrible, vulgar names. And it's really, as a father, as a father figure, he should be displaying himself as a better person. He should try to make light out of... A role model. Yeah. And back to what you said about the alcohol, how would you guys feel about his alcohol? He obviously has a problem with it. What would you guys say about that? I feel as if the mother should speak out more on it. She's, it's as if she doesn't have a voice. She doesn't have her own say. She's immune to it, just like the kids. And they all think it's normal, but it's not. Right. And honestly, most people that have an alcohol problem, they use the alcohol to, like, cope with something else. So I would be curious to wonder, like, what he's been through in life or how he feels about it or if it's honestly just like a type of selfish type thing right um actually um she said that after their sister they had another sister actually her name was mary charlene and she died and after she died her dad started like drinking and even before her death she he was like drinking a lot but he just started drinking even more after her death and um he would go out and do weird things like crazy things she said that her dad pawned her mom's big diamond wedding (coughs) ring for money and they got in a fight her parents got in a fight over it and um he was just like quit your belly aching he said he would buy her another ring even fancier than the one he pawned yeah, and I feel like he didn't have proper, he didn't have the proper therapy for going through that, and that made him worse as a person. He struggles with his internal conflicts, and instead of getting help to f- help solve those, he took it out on other people, mm-hmm. his family, and it made him more of a hot-headed person, and it made him just change completely. Yeah, he didn't care about how anybody felt. All he cared about was what he was going through, what he was feeling what he thought what he wanted to do he took the family out of their home that they grew up in to find just to start a new life the child was crying over her doll and stuff and he just threw it out the window same with the cat yeah he threw the cat out the window like that's crazy that's animal abuse he was the one who pawned the wedding ring he was the one who didn't decide to take the kid brian to the hospital yeah even though he was seriously injured yeah and then also like going back to how she was so just felt happy in the hospital environment i know usually when you think of a kid in a hospital they're upset and they're ready to go home like and the they're fact scared that she, yeah the fact that she was so just happy like that felt like the best place she's ever been in as she described it it was like a paradise because everybody did everything for her and they're so nice. They're usually like, they're yeah, nurses are nice to you because they want them to feel comfortable. And especially when it's a child, they're just trying to make sure they're not scared because usually that's what someone would be when they walk into a hospital because obviously she's injured, but she's having the time of her life. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't want to go home. And um, 
yeah, he forced her to leave the the hospital. It says that a nurse was yelling at him to stop taking her, and he just pushed open the emergency exit door, and then they sprinted out to the street. And he told her, you don't have to worry anymore. You're safe now. Yeah, and the fact that he would do that is kind of selfish, once again, because he never asked her how she felt about it and what she wanted to do for herself. Like, he just took it into his own hands to do what he felt was right for her, but not even. He was doing what he felt was right for himself. He's very narcissistic. Like, he cares only for himself and not of others. That's mainly how I would be the father. 